From the 27th floor of the Met Square building in beautiful downtown St. Louis, Missouri, the former capital of New France, this is Michael's Insurance Daily, a daily insurance coverage and bad faith podcast put on by me, Michael Young, your favorite insurance coverage and bad faith lawyer in St. Louis who does a daily podcast. It's a short list, but still. It is true, though, uh, St. Louis was part of the uh, Louisiana Purchase that uh, President Jefferson obtained from the Emperor Napoleon. I think St. Louis was the uh, player to be named later in that trade. I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure we were. that's what we were. Uh, today I'm going to uh, talk very briefly and, and sort of introduce uh, uh, a new series of episodes that I'm going to do on the top 10 ways that insurance companies can lose their insurance coverage defenses. I actually did an article on this uh, on LinkedIn a couple years ago. I have a uh, um, link to it in the show notes for this episode. I actually called it then the top 10 ways insurance companies can create coverage by waiver. I I knew it wasn't really all waiver, and and these reasons aren't, but I called it that because I thought it was a snappy little headline, and then someone on LinkedIn just took my head off on that. So please... I apologize. These are not all waivers. Maybe a couple of them are waivers. They're not all waivers. This is the top 10 ways that insurance companies can lose their coverage defenses. Over the next several days, I'm going to go through each of these in more detail. I'm just going to briefly list them off here today to give you sort of a preview of the coming attractions, and we'll do some other stuff in the next days. This is going to be 10 days in a row of this, although that would be amazing if it if it if that's what we did. So here are various ways that I've seen, and this is not an exclusive list, but different ways that we can lose our coverage defenses. Uh, number one, promising coverage during the underwriting process. You know, if uh, uh, the underwriting folks, the agents, if et cetera, indicate that there will be coverage for a certain time of claim or risk, and then that claim or risk happens, uh, we can run into some issues there. Number two, issuing incorrect certificates of insurance. Uh, We see that all the time. Um, Most jurisdictions will indicate, if the language is correct on the certificate, that those certificates do not create coverage, but I suppose there could be some exceptions. Number three, uh, another way to lose a coverage defense is to fail to investigate information in a policy application. Sometimes in jurisdictions, there's an obligation to investigate what is submitted by the insured in the application, sometimes not uh, for those States that require that, failing to do that can be a problem. Number four, uh, you can lose your coverage defense if the insurance company defends the insured without reservation of rights. Uh, similarly, number five, you can an insurance company can lose its coverage defenses if it fails to issue detailed coverage letters, whether it be a declination letter or a reservation of rights letter. You have to look to see what the particular jurisdiction requires as far as a level of detail. Number six, if the insurance company fails to timely issue a coverage letter, you wait too long after you know about a claim or lawsuit to issue a denial or reservation of rights. In some places, uh, you can lose your coverage defense. Number seven, after a claim is made, an insurance company can lose its defenses if it incorrectly informs the insured of coverage for a claim. This is where the insured may argue that the adjuster said something or handled the claim in such a manner that indicated that there was coverage and then ultimately there wasn't, that conduct in some places can uh, create coverage 
or at least help you lose your coverage defense. And number eight, this is one that we don't think about a lot, but uh, you can lose your coverage defenses if the insurance company fails to retain the insurance policy, uh, particularly in older claims. Uh, the insured may have the burden of proof on the insuring agreement, but the carrier likely will have the burden of proof on exclusions or limits of liability. If you cannot find the insurance policy and cannot otherwise present evidence showing what those provisions might have been, uh, you may have a burden of proof issue and, and may ultimately lose your coverage defense that way. Number nine, failing to settle in bad faith. Uh, many states, if a plaintiff presents a policy limit settle demand and the case ought to be settled and the insurance company does not do that in bad faith, which is a, a big jump, but if it is bad faith, then many times the insurance company may be on the hook for uh, claims in excess of the policy limit. So essentially you lose your policy limit defense. And number 10, and this is the one that's most uncomfortable for me and uh, other lawyers is that, uh, or outside counsel anyway, is that an insurance company can lose its defenses if their outside counsel does things in insurance coverage litigation, which does not adequately preserve them. One of the big ones that we see in many jurisdictions is uh, the failure to plead affirmative defenses. If you don't plead those in a timely manner, those can be waived, lost, whatever you want to call it. The big one there, again, are defenses that the insurance company would have the burden of proof on. So you're looking at perhaps exclusions, limits of liability. If those are not adequately pleaded as affirmative defenses, those can be lost. So in my mind, those are the top 10 ways that an insurance company can lose its insurance coverage defenses. Over the next few weeks, we'll discuss each of these uh, in a bit more detail, but just wanted to give you a, sort of a, a general roadmap of, uh, of the different ways you can lose your coverage defenses. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, I would love it if you were to subscribe and also share this uh, podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you want to learn more about me, Michael Young, just uh, go to my website, michaelyoungstl.com. That's michaelyoungstl.com. You can find my articles, blog posts, uh, links to my LinkedIn, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. As always, you have to remember that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Have a great day.